Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. how far he has brought us bringing us to the last weekend of the month let's give him the praise let's give him the glory it is by the goodness and the mercy of God the Bible says that it is in him that we live and move and have our very being father we give you the praise father we give you the glory thank you so much for all that you have done and continue to do Lord there is none like you there is none that we can compare with you from everlasting to everlasting you are the same thank you father thank you lord in the mighty name of the lord jesus we give you all the praise we give you all the glory in jesus mighty name and let's continue to pray i read from psalm 46 verse 9 psalm 46 verse 9 he says he makes walls cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He bends the chariot in the fire. And then Lamentations of the fall, verse 12, he says, The kings of the earth and all the inhabitants of the world would not have believed that the adversary and the enemy could enter the gates of Jerusalem. He makes walls to cease in the earth. Today, let's pray as a church together and pray for the protection of our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. Let's cover them in the blood of Jesus Christ. He says he makes wars to seize. One pastor said the break that from his house crosses over into Kiev collapsed and he could hear sounds of shellings and bombings let's pray and cover them in the blood of jesus lift up your voice and not only them in every part of the world whether it are wars and chaos yama burkina faso ethiopia the bible says he causes wars to cease lift up your voice and lift up these nations before the lord in the mighty name of the lord jesus let's pray lift up your voice he makes wars to cease in the mighty name of the lord jesus lift up your voice let's cover them in the blood of jesus past one part my God, people in Russia, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the Ukraine, eastern part of Europe, lift them up before the Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. He causes wars to cease, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. He causes wars to cease. Lift up your voice, wherever you may be, online, joining with us. Pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You can pray in the spirit and you can pray with your understanding. Makadoska Bahaya, Randoska Bahaya, in the mighty name name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. We cover our brothers and sisters in these nations in the blood of Jesus. We pray for angelic assistance. Let your angels be released. We pray for peace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice. 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 In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. We pray for the peace of the nations in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your peace rule and reign, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Let the war cease. Let the war cease. Let the war cease. Let there be peace that the work of God can be accomplished in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray and say, Lord, even as we approach your word today, speak to me, minister to me. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let me walk in the wisdom of the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Lord, minister to us. Speak to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Both here online, those that will watch on TV, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Let lives be transformed. Let the hopeless find hope. Let the lost find Jesus. And we pray, oh God, you will do a work in our midst today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 
in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Take your seats, please. Thank you, Lord. Welcome our online audience as well as those that watch on TV. And let's continue to pray. Uh, God is a good God. One pastor in Russia, he said, thank you for praying for us, uh, but we'll still continue to focus on the gospel. Amen. So if he, in the midst of all this confusion, is focusing on the gospel, you and I must focus on the gospel. That's what changes lives. Amen. And you see, there comes a time, the Bible says that night comes, Jesus said, night comes when no one can work. So while we have peace, while we have uh, the time, let us keep our eyes on working for the Lord. Amen. Let us continue to keep the gospel the main thing and continue to pray for these nations. Amen. Don't take peace for granted. <laughs> One time Cambodia had a revival and not long after the nation erupted in war. And when, again, when war happens, it's not, it's not the same. But God still rules and reigns in the affairs of men. Amen. I said God rules and reigns in the affairs of men. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And don't be in fear. Don't be in panic. I mean, God, 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 God will see us through. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. All right. What else? Okay, I think we got everything covered. Amen. Yeah, I was going to say, no, in every generation, I mean, uh, you have people like Saddam Hussein, Stalin, Mussolini, all these people, they come along. Uh, and so it's, 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 these are cycles that happen. But God has his way of protecting and keeping his people, and he will keep his people in this season in Jesus' name. Innocent lives that have been lost, but God will still be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 5. We've been studying about wisdom in this season, walking in wisdom. Proverbs chapter 5. And we are just looking at highlights uh, from the book of Proverbs. And when you have a book, uh, as you go through the book, there are so many things that you can remember. You have sports highlights. You have all these things. But we want to focus on the highlights. And I pray in the mighty name, of the Lord Jesus, that may the entrance of the word of God transform your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding that you may preserve discretion, discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. So he's writing to his son and he's saying, pay attention to my wisdom. You see, there's a wisdom, God has a wisdom solution for every challenge that you face. For every solution, for every problem, there is a wisdom solution. You will never find God in a corner and say, what are we going to do here? No, no, no. He always has an answer. And in your life as well, no matter what the circumstance is, no matter what the situation is, there is always a wisdom solution. And as we cooperate with God, that wisdom will be revealed to us. And you see, the way God operates is different from the way we think to, things should be done. And wisdom is having the knowledge, and not only having the knowledge, but the practical application of knowledge. Or wisdom is how you think and how you process things to come to a desired outcome. But I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that as we go through these lessons, may the wisdom that you need for this season be revealed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, may the wisdom that you need for this season be revealed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible talks about the fact that the wise shall inherit glory. And so I pray in Jesus' mighty name that that which you need in this season, may it be revealed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So why do we need, there's something called, the Bible talks about the spirit of wisdom. Why do we need the spirit of wisdom? Turn your Bibles with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. The Bible says, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature 
yet not the wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So we need to operate in wisdom because, you see, the truth of the matter is, uh, the things of God, even as you read the Bible, uh, they are hidden. But God desires, sometimes God hides the wisdom not because of anything. He hides the wisdom is hidden for us, not from us. And sometimes, because of the plans of the enemy, the wisdom will be hidden. The Bible says that in the, in the crucifixion and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, it was a hidden wisdom. The wisdom of God was to send Jesus Christ, his one and only begotten son. God is the only one that he had. But you see, when, 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 when Jesus was being crucified, the devil thought that that was the end. That was the, the, the wisdom of, you're talking about it, demonic wisdom. He thought that that was the end by crucifying the Lord Jesus Christ. That was the end of it. But thank God, oh, that was the wisdom of God at work. After three days, Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, and he is alive now. And every time somebody believes on the Lord Jesus Christ, that is the wisdom of God in operation. But in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29, he says this, thank you, Lord. We need this wisdom because Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29 says, thank you, Lord. He says that the things, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us that we may do to us and our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. The secret things belongs to us. But it takes the Holy Spirit, we talked about this last week, who is primarily the spirit of wisdom to reveal these things to us so that we can walk in the fullness of it. Notice what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. And this is a prayer that you can continually pray for yourself. Ephesians 1, 17. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Notice this, may give to you this phrase, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. We need our eyes to be open. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, today as you hear the word of the living God, may you receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That, will, that is what will cause you to walk in victory. Sometimes the solution to the problem may not be apparent on the, on the, on, 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 on the surface. But when your eyes are opened, verse 18 says, Ephesians 1, 18, he says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? May your, the eyes of your understanding or the eyes of your heart be open to what God has for you in this season. You see, sometimes you have to understand the wisdom that we are operating with as a church, we seek ye first the kingdom of God. Everything else will be added to you. Matthew 6.33. That is the wisdom of God. But sometimes you, you come up to situations that you don't know which way to turn. 
The Bible says in Daniel chapter 2, verse 19, uh, the Bible talk, talking, talking about Daniel, he, say, he, he, he says this, he says, Daniel and his friends were in trouble. Then the secret was revealed. You see, this thing has to be revealed. To Daniel in a night vision, so Daniel blessed the God of heaven. That deep things of God, the wisdom that you need has to be revealed. Daniel was, 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 was in, in, in a foreign country and the king was threatening to kill these magicians and astrologers. Sometimes it becomes a life and death situation. But the Bible says, Daniel 2.17, Then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, his companions, that they might seek message from the God of heaven concerning this secret, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. That they might seek messies. We, I mean, even in the natural, if you are in the room with somebody and they dream, unless they tell you what the dream is, you wouldn't know what kind of dream they had. So what kind of request is this? The king is saying that not only you tell me the dream, and not only that, tell me the interpretation. What are you going to do about this? And your life is on the line if you don't do that. Oh, but thank God. The Bible says, Daniel said that we might seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret. Then the secret was revealed. The way out was revealed. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that which is behind the stress and the strain of life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus may the secret be revealed to you in the mighty name of Jesus. As you listen to the wisdom of the Lord. If you are committed to following the Lord, he is committed to leading you. Say it again. If you are committed to following the Lord, he's committed to leading you. And he will reveal what needs to be revealed. One time in, in, in Joshua, in the book of Joshua, Joshua had conquered Jericho. And he was, I mean, they were all glad for the victory that they had received. And they were going to go to the next town to go have a war with them and, and to defeat them. AI. When they got there, even though they were the majority, they were still defeated. They were like, what's going on here? We just had a good, great victory. What happened? The Bible says in Joshua chapter 7, that Joshua fell on his face and began to cry out to the Lord. And when he cried out to the Lord, God revealed to him what was going on behind the scenes. God said, there is an acorn in the camp. There is sin in the camp. Something is going on and you need to take care of it or you cannot move forward. Again, I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that whatever is behind the stress and strain in any area of your life, may it be unfolded and may it be revealed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Two, why do we need the spirit of wisdom? He says, listen to my wisdom. Listen to the way I do things and walk in it. You see, God not only shows you the way out, he shows you and empowers you to be able to do. And the Holy Spirit empowers us with what we need to be able to wade through the challenges that we face. And it's the practical application of the word of God that we are able to overcome. In, in the book of Zechariah chapter 4, uh, God showed Zechariah a vision of what was going on. But not only did he show him, he empowered him to be able to be able to do 
what he had seen. So in verse 6, he says, So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. It takes the Spirit of God to be able to walk in wisdom. It takes the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is what provides us the might, the strength to be able to walk in wisdom. Knowing it is one thing, doing it is another thing. For instance, I mean, all of us, we know that the Bible talks about, I mean, giving is the way that God has provided for us in his word to be able uh, to walk in, 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 his, in his financial blessing. But knowing about it is one thing, doing it is another thing. We, I mean, husbands know that love your wife as Christ loved the church. Knowing it is one thing, have and doing it is another thing. Wives will know that submit to your husbands uh, is the key to a successful marriage, but doing it is a totally different thing. The Holy Spirit comes to empower us. Daniel prevailed in his time. In fact, he was so walked with the Lord that in, in, in Daniel chapter 6, when they wanted to accuse Daniel uh, and find something against him, the Bible said that they could not find anything against him except concerning his God. It's not like someone can say, oh, I mean, I mean Daniel, you see, technically he was like a vice president. Someone can say, oh, I can, I, mean, I, I, mean, I can be in the world, in the marketplace and all these places. And we're talking about is that the statement that you hear is, don't bring God here. I can be a politician. I can be a teacher. I can be a principal. I can be on all these things. But I cannot take God into that arena. You see, that is the wisdom of the world. The wisdom of God says, wherever you are, you are the light of the world and your light should keep shining. Daniel prevailed in his time, and you will prevail in your time as well in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You see, you see, Solomon, I mean, Joshua prevailed also. Solomon was the one that, you see, let's go back to, we are, we are talking about Proverbs. Let's go back to Proverbs 5, verse 3. He says this, that these words, he says, For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as one wood, sharp as a two-edged sword. He is the one, chapter 5, focuses a lot on talking about, I mean, I mean relationships. Talking about walking with the Lord. He is the one that wrote about all these things. But when he came down to it, he started out well, walking with the wisdom of God, but he did not end so well. It's one thing to write, to, to know about wisdom and to have wisdom. It's another thing to walk all the way to the end. So describing Solomon in 1 Kings chapter, chapter 11, he says this, But King Solomon loved many foreign women as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord has said to the children of Israel, You shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your heart after their God. Solomon clung to these in love. And he had 700 wives princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. I don't know how you manage that. Th thousand women. That's, that's, that's a different, different, different story altogether. <laughs> but he's the one that says, be wary of these things. He's the one writing these things. But he did not have the strength to walk all the way through. 
No wonder God is saying to Zerubbabel, your own hands have laid this foundation. Your own hands will finish it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray this morning, may your fire for God be lighted up one more time. That not only will you start, but may you continue all the way with God all the way to the end. That is wisdom. And it takes the Holy Spirit to help us to be able. He says, beware that you don't fall in this oil. Joseph walked in wisdom. When Potiphar's wife came to tempt him to get him off course, he said, no, 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 no. I cannot do this and sin against my God. And he walked with God all the way through. How was he able to do it? The, I mean, even Pharaoh testified when he met him. He said, no, this person is a wise person. May you receive the grace to walk in wisdom and not only at different times, but all the way throughout your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Grace to start and to finish. Pastor Paul was talking earlier about New Year's resolution. It's only February and some people don't even know where the resolutions are. You will follow through with those resolutions in Jesus' name. This year will be different for you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, but you see, he's the one that built the temple, but he ended up worshiping false gods. Having wisdom and walking in wisdom are, are two different things. Receive that grace today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You see, sometimes our flesh gets in the way. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, thank you Lord, Romans chapter 8 verse 13, he says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. For if by the Spirit you put to, de put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. That is the wisdom of God. In other words, don't let your flesh dominate you. Instead, dominate the flesh. Don't let the flesh get out of control. Don't let the flesh get out of hand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So how do I keep the spirit of wisdom alive in me? Because one, one thing you have to realize is that the Holy Spirit can be quenched. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19. 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 says, Do not quench the spirit. Do not quench the spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, he says, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, he says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. He can be quenched, he can be grieved. And he is the one that has been sent to help us. And whatever is not kept alive, you can quench the spirit of God in you. He's, already, he's in you. He's not dead. By you, by not cooperating with him and his wisdom, he can be grieved. And you don't want to grieve him. You want him on, his, on your side. You want him working for you. You want, you, want, you want to cooperate with him. So how do I do that? The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 18... Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 18, he talks about the fact that through idleness, because of laziness, the building decays, and through idleness, the house of hands, the house leaks. So through negligence, idleness, slothfulness, you can have a leak. So what do I need to do here? Number one, how do I engage and keep Walking in this wisdom, the first thing is to pray. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. He says this, thank you Lord. He says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Lord, I don't know which way to go. Lord, I don't know which way to turn. Lord, 
I don't know what to do about this circumstance. He says to me, oh my Lord, what an open invitation. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may you never ever be stranded again. You have the Holy Spirit in you who is primarily the spirit of wisdom. He's been sent to lead you and to guide you. And he says, my Lord, when you call to me, I will answer you. This is not the president of a nation speaking. This is not an ordinary person speaking. We are talking about the Most High God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, the one that created you and has an awesome and a great plan for your life. He says, call to me. Oh, thank God for the privilege of prayer. Thank God. Oh, we are somebody. When we don't know which way to turn, when you are in confusion and chaos, you can always call on him. And when you call him, he is not man. That when you call him, especially when you are in trouble, you will get a response that says, the, pest, the voicemail that you have called is full. <laughs> Or the person you have called is unavailable. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's always available. Call to me and I will show you. He's the spirit of revelation. He will reveal to you. And the revelation is what puts you in command. I will show you. May you never ever be stranded again in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Deep calls to deep. And that is one advantage of praying in other thoughts. Because sometimes you don't know what to pray the way it should be prayed. But when you pray in other tongues, your spirit is in direct contact with the spirit of God. The Bible says in Jude 20, thank you Lord. It's only one chapter. He says in Jude 120, he says, But you, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. What does it mean when he says, Praying in the Spirit? Praying, build up yourself on your most holy faith. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, thank you, Lord. He says that, verse 1, pursue love and desire spiritual gift, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mystery. He who speaks, verse 4 says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. That is the same phrase of thought that Jude is using to build up yourself. The idea is to, like, to edify, to charge yourself like a battery. In Romans chapter 8 verse 26, he talks, he talks about the fact that, notice this, Romans chapter 8 verse 26, thank you Lord. He says this, notice this, he says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Greek leaders say that which cannot be spoken out in your articulate speech. You know something needs to be done. You know something needs to be prayed. And you do not know how to pray. My Lord and my God. He says call unto me. The Holy Spirit is sent to help us in our prayer life. He's not going to do your praying for you. But he's going to help you pray. <laughs> because there's always say, oh, I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit pray for me. There's nothing like that. He's going to help you pray. Oh, how we need to, it is wisdom to pray. 
how we need to pray more than ever before in these days and times. You keep him active in your life when you pray. When you pray in other thought, I pray in the name of Jesus. If you begin to cry out, if you, if you have not received your heavenly prayer language, the Lord, fill me to the overflowing. And let me begin to communicate with you on another level. You can only pray so much with your understanding. But when the Holy Spirit is helping you, notice in, 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 in the same Romans, he says, thank you Lord, he says that, but the Spirit himself, verse 26, intercedes for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. I like how he puts, he puts verse 27 in the Amplified Version. He, he puts it this way, Romans 8, 27 Thank you, Lord. Mark these scriptures. Don't let them get away from you. He says, he goes to meet. Let me read it from the classic Amplified, verse 27. He says, thank you, Lord. And he who searches the hearts of men knows what is the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is, because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God in behalf of the saints according to and in harmony with God's will, he pleads for us. So as you are cooperating with, as you are cooperating with him in prayer, you will pray the perfect will of God concerning that situation. He will pleads before us. He takes that prayer, our crude petition and worship, and now takes it and presents it before the Father according to the will of God. So when now you are cooperating with him in prayer, you are praying the perfect will of God. All your selfish interests are now laid aside. And now you are praying the perfect will of God as the Holy Spirit cooperates with you and pleads on our behalf. My Lord and my God, may your prayer life go to another level in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And as you pray like that, you begin to receive the wisdom of God on what exactly to do in that particular circumstance. Daniel and his friends said, look, we'll go, you, you, you keep your death sentence for now. We will go and pray for there is a God that reveals secrets. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God reveal to you the way to go in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. James chapter 1 verse 5 talks about the fact that James 1 5 he says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. If you lack wisdom, if you need wisdom, go to God. Go to God. Call to me. Oh, thank God for a loving father. He will hear your cry and he will answer your prayer in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, show me the Achan that is resisting my victory. Show me what the way out is. Show me what to do, Lord. And he will show you. Call to me and I will show you. He's a faithful God. Thank God for his faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Two, how do we engage him, the Holy Spirit? We do that by engaging him in our studies. In our studies. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 9, verse 2, thank you, Lord. Daniel, the same Daniel who walked in wisdom, he, the Bible says, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books. The number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that you accomplished 70 years in the dissolutions of Jerusalem. Then I set my face toward the Lord to make requests by prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. By prayer. 
by your studies. You, I mean, God had prophesied through Jeremiah that 70 years were going to be, was going to be the time that they should be in captivity. Sometimes things go on longer than it should because we haven't prayed. I understood by books. I understood by books. I understood by books. Through your studies. Very important. You see, in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, Ecclesiastes chapter 1, notice there, Solomon again, speaking here in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 12, he says, I, the preacher, was king over Jerusalem, and I set my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all that is done under heaven. This burdensome task God has given to the sons of men by which they may be exercised. He was a preacher and he was a king. But just because he has been anointed as a preacher and as a king doesn't mean that it's going to happen automatically. No, no. God may call you to do, I mean, uh, uh, be a preacher, do whatever, whatever, whatever he's called you to do. There is wisdom available, so you set yourself, he said, I set myself out. Notice what he says. I set myself out to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all that is under heaven. The fact that I've been anointed as a preacher and as a king doesn't mean uh, you, you, sh you shouldn't study. No, no, no. He begins to set out. If you are entering into a business, there is a wisdom on the way God will have that business operated. There is wisdom on how to raise from a family. There is wisdom on how to get married and stay married. There is God's wisdom concerning finances. He's saying that I set out. No, he didn't say, oh, God has anointed me as a preacher, as a king over Jerusalem. No, no, no. He said, I set my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all that is under this heaven. My Lord and my God. I pray in the name of Jesus. Is it, is it, it, is, it is said that 20% uh, of the world... Um, world's population are readers and out of that 20 percent those are the 20 percent that are also leading always oh, don't feed yourself with no i'm not talking about just reading any material feed yourself with material that will build your faith you are accessing the wisdom of god i'm always reading a book you think i say, i just don't get up and no 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 if, even if you wake me up, up at night to preach, by the grace of God, I can preach. Because I'm always ready. You see. <laughs> read. Read, please. He says, I understood by books. I understood by books. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But, but <laughs> you see, it's because sometimes the issues of life uh, that the issues of life that come up, uh, sometimes the solution is, I mean, is, is, not, is, is not in the natural. In Luke chapter 15, verse 8 to 9, there was a certain woman. Uh, she lost one coin. And the Bible says, it's, it's good to read it because sometimes, let's, let's read it. Luke chapter 15, we are talking about the wisdom of God. Luke 15, verse 8. He says, or oh, what woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? Lord, there is something, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27, talks about Father, the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. What is missing here? This thing got missing in this house, I must find it. This thing that is missing in my life, the answer in, is in God's word. I must find it. She swept the whole house. 
she began to engage and say, no, 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 no. I will not let this thing be missing from my life. I am going to go on a search to find it. Sometimes you have to get to that place where you say, there, I, there is a God, there is God's wisdom available. I may not be apparent to me, but I am going on a search. And as you go on a search in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, anything that is missing from your life, I decree and declare in this season, may God reveal it to you. He says, seek and you will find. Seek and you will find. She went on a diligent search to find it. And she found it. May God show you the way out of your troubles. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Three, how do we engage him? Thank you, Lord. In our meditations. In our meditations. In our meditations. Thank you, Lord. The Bible talk, talking to, 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 to Joshua in Joshua 1.8. Told him exactly. And so long as he was operating by that principle, he kept winning and conquering and conquering. Joshua 1.8, he said to him, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. If you want to prosper, we want to have good success, but God tells us exactly. Meditate on the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 13 and, and then 15, he's talking to Timothy. He says, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. Then your profiting will appear. So he's writing to, to Joshua, who is the commander of the Lord's army, and he's telling him the way to victory is meditate. He says to David, David says in Psalm 1-1, David was a king, a prophet, and a, and a psalmist. He was writing the same thing, and he says, meditate in it. That's the key. That's where the issue is. He says to Timothy, a young pastor, meditate to, to, in the word of God. In every area of your life, when you, um, you, when you begin to meditate on it, you will find a way out. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What is meditation? It is the art of thinking through scriptures with the help of the Holy Spirit for desired answers. It is the spiritual medium by which we squeeze the, if you like to call it this way, the juice of divine wisdom to create a desired future. It's when you are hearing the word of God, it's one thing, but when you begin to ponder on the word of God, that is a different thing altogether. There must be an answer. Lord, reveal it to me. And thank God if you are a child of God, the Holy Spirit is in you. And sometimes that is what is missing. If, 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 you are, if, if there's an, your health is failing, begin to meditate on the word of God concerning your health. We discovered that earlier in Proverbs chapter 4. He said the word of God will be held to all your flesh. Lord, I want this business to do well. Begin to meditate. There's a right way and a wrong way to do business. Begin to meditate along those lines. And to do that, you see, the Bible says all scripture is given by inspiration. To do that, that we must have moments of quietness. Moments of quietness. Moments of quietness. These devices are a blessing to us, but they can also be a curse to us. Put it aside and set yourself out to hear from the Lord. God knows about everything. God, knows, God has a plan for your life. He has where he, he's, he's planned a glorious future for you. He knows about everything one time a certain man was they were, they were trying to discover um, a mineral out of a rock and they couldn't figure out how to get it out and he just just went to lay down and he said God show me they had tried everything they could 
And like a flash, the thing came to him. God knows what's in there. He knows how to get it out. Receive the wisdom that you need for this season in Jesus' name. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11, he talks about something like steady to be quiet, organized quietness. God came to Adam in the cool of the day and he spoke to him. Let go of the busyness of life and shut yourself up and get quiet. One, one, one time, Elijah was almost at the point of, of, of suicide. And he was running away from Jezebel. And in 1 Kings in chapter 19, verse 11 to 17, God said, you come. You don't, there's no need to kill yourself. Don't die. Don't die. It's not time for you to die. Sometimes you get so discouraged. You get so down. And if anyone is watching or listening, if you are, you are so discouraged and down, even at the point of suicide, at the point of giving up, don't give up. There is hope for you. So long as there is life, there is hope. But he went, and when he, I mean, God said what to do. The, the, the earthquake came, the fire came, the voice of the Lord was not in it. But in the middle of it, the Bible says, a still small voice. And that still small voice, you can easily miss it if you, are not, you don't have that, those moments of quietness. God, take my life. Show me the answer here. The bugging questions. Show me the answer here. In Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. Isaiah 30, verse 15. He says this. Notice this. The Bible says, Isaiah 30, verse 15. Thank you, Lord. He says, But thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest you shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength, but you will not. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength, and you will not. And in verse 21, it says, Your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand, or whenever you turn to the left. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Oh, no, 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 no. Lord, I enjoy my busy lifestyle. Leave me alone. <laughs> In quietness and confidence shall be your confidence and your strength. Have moments of quietness and meditate on the word of God. Don't, don't go home and when, <laughs> when you are supposed to do, do something, uh, you say, um, at least the time that you are supposed to do what you are supposed to do, you say, do you remember the pastor said we should have moments of quietness? This is my moment of quietness. I'm not going to do what I'm supposed to do now. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can get up early in the day. You can take your br a break at work when you have your break. Just moments of quietness to focus on the Lord. The Bible says, thank you, Lord. In Genesis 24, verse 63, he says that Isaac... You see, these patriarchs were given to meditation. Genesis 24, 63. He says this. Notice this. He says, And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening, and he lifted his eyes and looked, and there the camels were coming. He went out to the field to meditate. He went out there from a spiritual standpoint, separated himself and went out there where he will have the solution. Meditate. They were giving to meditation. Thinking. Focusing on the word of God. Repeating the word of God to themselves. That is really meditation. Lord, show me. Oh, and the Bible says when he lifted up his eyes, the camels were coming. 
He went out there from his spirit, out there in the, for, for, in the spirit, meditating. And when he lifted up his eyes, his camels were coming. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you focus on the Lord, as you meditate on the word of the living God, may the harvest, may the answer, whatever you are looking for, come to you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May it be delivered, the miracle that you need, the testimony that you need, may it be delivered. In this season, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God delivering answers right now. Even under this anointing, under this unction, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see answers being delivered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see miracles happening right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see wisdom being released right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see answers being delivered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will not take the wrong step. You will not take the wrong turn. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, your camels are coming, so to speak. My Lord, he went out to meditate and he saw the answers being delivered. Thank you, Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God. The wisdom of God is being released to you this morning in Jesus' name. I said the wisdom of God is being released to you today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Back to another highlight from... Proverbs 5, he says, 12 says, and see how I have hated instruction and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to those who instructed me. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers. I hated instruction. I, no one can tell, should tell me what to do. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. The voice of your teachers, as you hear the word of God, as you hear the word of God being preached right now, decide that you be a doer of the word of God. That is wisdom. Decide that, Lord, whatever you show me in your word, I will do it. And as you meditate on the word of God, begin to see yourself with the answer to the problem. Begin to see yourself walking in that which God has ordained, no matter what the situation is. Solutions are being delivered this morning in the name of Jesus. When you seek the Lord, you will find him. When you set out yourself to seek wisdom, you will find him. In quietness, in quietness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And when he shows you the path, the way to go, when he, God co even corrects you, just say, Lord, thank you for correcting me because you want to keep me out of the wrong path. You want me to enter your fullness. They that seek him will find him. As you seek the Lord in this season, you will find him in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will know the steps to take. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You will know the way to go. Your miracle is being delivered. Your testimony is being delivered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You keep following God. Keep seeking him and him first. Don't walk by just common sense. No, that will, that will only take you so far. Walk by the wisdom of the living God. And as you do, your path will keep getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. My Lord and my God, you will not die for lack of instruction. Verse 23. And in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. You will not die before your time. I said you will not die before your time. Amen. You will live out to fulfill your days. Amen. You see, it's wisdom. That's why we are here this morning. Someone will say, why would you get up early Sunday morning and be in church? It is the wisdom of God that's caused us to be here. 
We know Someone said, why did you tune in to this broadcast? Why are you online? Why are you doing this? It is the wisdom of God. As you seek him first, everything else will be added to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This year, you will not go in the way of foolishness. This way you will go. This year, you will go in the way of the wise. You will take the path of wisdom. You will put God first. And all that he says, you will do it in the mighty name. Of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. My Lord and my God. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Maybe you are watching and you are saying, Pastor, I, I, I want to follow the Lord. I want to give my life to the Lord Jesus. Life is not going the way I will want it to go. Not the way I planned it. Because I've neglected the Lord. And you are saying, Pastor, I want this Jesus that you talk about. The wisdom of God was at work in the life of Jesus. They described him and said, what wisdom is this? What wisdom is this? That such mighty works are done by his hands. The world is about to see the company of the people of God walking in wisdom and dominating in all affairs and all areas of life. But you are, your first step, your first decision is to choose Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. That is your first step. It is wisdom to choose Jesus. The world will tell you that that is not the right decision. But God tells us in his word that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ. There is no other way. You may try to fill that void with different things. Drugs won't do it. Alcohol will not do it. Women will not do it. Men will not do it. No vice can take the place. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said. You must be born again. You. The real person. Must be born again. The real person. Must come into a living relationship. With the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you are willing to yield. Your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Today. I am going to lead you. In a prayer. Maybe you are suffering depression. Maybe you are contemplating taking your life, saying what, what, is, what is the meaning of life. Don't take your life. Jesus can take your life and turn it around. Or you may be on the opposite side of the spectrum. You say, oh, I have money, I have riches, I have wealth. What, what do I need God for? Why do I need to give my time to the Lord? Why do I need to give my life to the Lord? Don't be like that, that, like that man in the Bible that got to the place where he says, I, my bonds are full. I have no need of anything. I'm just going to relax, chill out, and, 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 and just enjoy life that way. That night, God said, I'm going to take your life away. Your sufficiency is supposed to be a blessing through you to be a blessing to others. Don't get self-sufficient and say you don't need God. It is wisdom to choose the Lord. So either way, whichever you, whatever your state is, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And as you pray, Jesus will come into your life and he will take your life and do something with it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you are like that, just pray with me. See, I'm saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart, that Jesus was raised from the dead, and God, God, and you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, you have to be saved. You will be saved. That is all that God requires of you. Let me lead you in prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I believe you were raised from the dead. And today, I confess you as my Lord, and ask my Savior, save me and make me new and help me live the rest 
of my life for you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. If you knew him and your relationship, it's not where it's supposed to be. Just say, Lord Jesus, take me back. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. If you pr uh, Father, I pray for these ones that have yielded their lives to you. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the Lord, you will keep them on that path. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Let nothing take them out of that path. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Let's rise to our feet. Thank you, Father. Let's ask God and pray to God for wisdom, both here online, wherever you may be. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, talk to the Lord and say, Lord, help me to walk in wisdom. Help me to put you fast in every aspect of my life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, my thinking processes, my decision-making, Lord, guide my steps in the name of the Lord Jesus. Guide my steps. Guide my steps. Guide my steps. Lead me, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Talk to the Lord in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Those online have a blessed week. May God keep you even as we enter another month. May the hand of God be with you in the name of Jesus. Join us online on Wednesday in Jesus' name. And for those of us here, let us worship the Lord. Thank you, Father. Worship him. Let us worship him. Let us give him the praise. Marriage was God's idea to start with. Pastors Paul and Paula Mensa Wood want to see your marriage thrive. Please join us Sunday, March 13th. We will receive some of their tips on marriage, raising kids in this technologically inundated world, and how to do the single life well. We're also bringing in some of the finest folks to win in the area of finances. Rick Stevens, a financial advisor and an amazing couple of 43 years. Mr. and Mrs. Berg, also founders of the James Irwin School. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.